This is the Truth Unlimited podcast with your hosts Kenny K and Charlie AI. Don't forget to subscribe, hit that like button, and leave a comment as well on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. And with that said, let's go ahead and dive right into it. Welcome yeah. again to another podcast. We are here with my friend AI Charlie hey. and Alex. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yeah. yourself to us? What are quick. you, Alex? I'm um, sure I go by Comrade Couture. I'm, like, I mean, I'm a musician. I do a lot of other stuff. I actually produce music and I do a, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I mean that's all I'm gonna say because I'm doing a podcast and hopefully, like whatever I say here isn't gonna like mess up my other parts of my life. Basically, no, absolutely. <laughs> no, that, that's why we're here. Because, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. We're Thank completely God. unfiltered, uncut. <laughs> no judgment zone so you can say whatever you want here and uh, Sam why don't you introduce yourself as well hello everybody my name is Sam but I usually go by CSM I guess that first but the other question would be like why CSM why CSM yeah it's pretty basic when it came to picking my DJ name I yeah. decided to go with my the first letters of my name mm -hmm. in South America in many countries in South America we use the both their your father's last name and your mother's last name Okay. That's the reason why I decided to use it. And then I decided to give it a meaning because I remember our mentor once said that don't go for basic, go creative. Yeah. So I, if I added a meaning to my those letters, I can find some purpose or at least I know how to brand it. So CSM stands for can't stop me. Oh, that's really cool. That's actually uh, how I started formulating my own brand when it comes to DJing or uh -huh. not even that, like as a whole. Yeah. I like the, for example, Nike has just do it. Just do it. Then for me, I want to be unstoppable. So yeah. can't stop me. Can't stop. That's oh. what's up. I yeah. love that. I never knew that. Yeah, nah, never I never knew that. I think yeah. I never mentioned I it. You never, never mentioned it. it. Yeah, you uh -uh. just said, oh, my GJ's name is CSM. And I was like, oh, that's, you know, it yeah. could be his first name. And then, because we call you by Sam. Yeah. So that's like, oh, yeah, of course, it's his first name. Maybe his, you know, that's his for Sam. And then you're like, can't stop me. I was like, oh, that, that's, that's amazing. No, it is. And um, actually, if, if anyone here that will listen to this <laughs> speaks Spanish, uh, it will also know, be familiar because... CSM is like a short version of a really colorful word, word in Spanish. I don't really know if I should say it, but a way to say motherfucker. Ah. Oh, but that's yeah, in that's Peruvian you. slang. Well, not even per Peruvian slang. That's in, used in many countries. Uh -huh. But <laughs> CSM. this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, know what awesome. you know what CSM also stands for? What? Communism stops monopolies. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's, let's get this person out of here. Oh my God. <laughs> Get out of here. I, did you just I, make that up? Yeah, I made that up. <laughs> I'm pretty quick. You guys, yeah. That's I, I, I crazy. Nah. Get out of here. I'm good at that shit. Get out of here. So, you hate me because you hate me. <laughs> you wow. just say so, man. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Can we take this communist yeah. out of this place? <laughs> yeah, so speaking of communism. How, what, oh, I'm not going to go to it. Yeah, let's dig into that. I'm curious. Oh okay, so your name is what again? Your um, Well, my DJ name is Comic Jury. Why communism? Like, why did you choose that persona instead uh, out of everything that you could? That's funny. I mean, you know, because I always felt that the Cold War was like the most interesting aspect in, in history. Oh, okay. And I just, I just think it's fascinating how it was like cold to us and the Soviets, but the war was pretty much hot for everybody else from Vietnam, Indonesia. They have died all based on our ideology, basically, whether it's, I don't know, capitalism or like communism. It was all for, it was death just for that. And then we get to sit here pretty and all we really had to worry about was the advent of nuclear annihilation. 
So that was pretty much, I thought that was rather interesting. Everybody loves World War II. World War II was also a very fascinating war as well, especially that like going to the Museum of Tolerance has had a huge impact on me. Like I've met like a Holocaust survivor and when she showed me her barcode, Mm. I lost it. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck? And I was crying. I was angry. It just stroke a chord because she's a human being, but she was treated like a piece of cattle just because one man wanted to propose world peace and world peace is a floating signifier because what exactly does world peace mean to Adolf Hitler? Well, it means basically killing off anybody that isn't white. You know, and that person's like a human being and everything. Like I was so mad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, it was just, it was just like a, a surreal experience. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. we're all kind of like pieces of meat now. You yeah. know, because you know, there's a lot of reasons. You know, what do you mean? Can you elaborate on that? What do you mean? Uh, it, I mean, it's because of you know, like Facebook and Instagram, and, and you know how we're like, you know, our data is constantly being, you know bought out and it's like we don't really care because we think oh it's corporations whatever but then pieces of us are like being sold off you know piece by piece and i'm not saying it's like the holocaust it's not anywhere that bad but i think to myself our data our information you know who we are as people could how we're easily manipulated and bought and sold off and it's like oh you don't like this crowd control sort of thing so it's it's a very very long overlapping discussion about how we're constantly controlled even food right Mm -hmm. how our diet was changed through a bunch of lobbying like during the 70s like the food pyramid right all that shit was bad for you Mm -hmm. but the reason why it was considered healthy in quotation it was because you know the ones who pushed it were companies like kellogg and general mills and they're just trying to say well we need to say this is healthy so people can like eat this shit that we're producing and then this is because we have an obesity epidemic it's a whole thing no i get what you mean especially when it comes to how facebook social media and just this whole system is in a sense putting us in some type of control right so yeah you you could say that they're treating us like cattle like meat it's like a form of modern slavery if you will i mean it's so easy to do like you know i used to work as a cart guy at sam's club and if i just move carts a certain way even if i just like move some carts in front of a door or something people just walk by like Oh, I can't go through there anymore. And it just goes somewhere else. And it's because, you know, when people are living through life, you know, whether they're shopping or going various places, you know, people don't think. And why should you? I mean, you just trying to go through your day, right? Yeah. So especially shopping, like I always tell people like, dude, stop giving the fucking shopping carts to everybody because some people get a shopping cart and then they leave with like a packet of beef jerky. Like, you know, people don't even know what they want. They're just like, hey, here you go. And it's like, oh, thank you, thank you. They're not even thinking about it. So that's just a small aspect of like mind control. And then like how much that has led to even bigger things. I apologize. I talk a lot. So no. I like how we just, we were talking about like how, why did you pick communism? And then we just got out of, like, we just went off track. I apologize. No, you're good. Yeah. But like, for example, communism, you know, I always joke about I you with the whole shit. communist and stuff like that. Yeah. But why like why like why comment yeah, 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 but you said something in the beginning it's, it's very like, simple it's because we have too many fucking billionaires it's really that simple and like what the fuck do they do you know and what, what the fuck do they do you know they always feed us this garbage oh you know like um you can be there too but then all that shit has been rigged yeah um from the fucking beginning you know anyways like look what happened with fucking gamestop right remember when you know reddit bets or whatever i think i mean no not, it wasn't reddit bets it was uh I forgot like, a Wall Street bets. Or it was like oh, a subreddit. That's right. Right. Yeah, that I, shit I was that. fucking awesome, and I wish it could happen again. But 
we became the hedge fund managers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we were the ones who were able to up the price of GameStop stock, despite the fact that there's literally no reason why it should be that much. We fucking won for once. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the hedge fund managers that had been scheming Wall Street for so many fucking years were just, that's not supposed to happen. And I was just like, bitch, you were doing what you've been doing for so many fucking years. We do it once, and then all of a sudden, you're pissed off about it. How the fuck do you think we feel? Yeah. So I do my drop. That, that's very interesting that you put that. What was the outcome of all that? I know a lot of people made a lot of money yes. investing into GameStop, just yeah. went skyrocketed yeah. up the stock price. But whatever happened to the people that were involved in that thing? Oh, involved? Yeah. Man, they had their five minutes of fame. They had their five minutes of, you know, luck and then all of a sudden things went back to normal and stuff a lot of the hedge fund managers you know who have a shitload of money were able to lobby into washington again and then pass certain laws and protections that made it to where only those people are able to become hedge funds managers and then the regular people are not anymore so everything always sorts itself out you know Mm -hmm. I guess we can ask like questions from the last podcast to you both of you is that do you guys think AI is going to take over DJing as its own whole thing? I mean, you will for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. My name is AI. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, no. But like, do you think artificial intelligence like, I even, will? I don't I mean, it's already happening. I mean, look at you. I mean, you're like a real person and you converse with us. You're already like hosting this radio show and just crazy like i don't even know if you're even sentient or not it's well i mean can you got red eyes dude lasers coming out yeah yeah you call me cyclops because i go right through you (laughs) (laughs) no no, no. i know right you're as red as my party (laughs) i'm just kidding anyway but jokes aside um i think that it is certainly possible, but I think that we need to learn how to manage it somehow. I mean, people, people say like, oh, just unplug it. And I'm like, well, no, it's not how it works. Like, you know, they're going to become highly intelligent to the point to where they could like completely bypass everything that we do. But the difference between us and robots is that we actually have a reason to be able to keep things sustaining. Like we have so many things out there that are ready to kill us. Like uh, weapons of mass destruction, mm-hmm. surplus. That is so vast that we can literally destroy this planet two times and a half over very easily. Yeah. You know, and don't forget to mention, you I mean, you think COVID was bad. Could you imagine all the different types of biological weapons we have in our surplus as well? That could easily, oh, I don't know, we're just making up hypotheticals, but that'll get us so raged up that we're going to like eat each other or whatever. Like we have so many crazy shit that can kill us. But we're maintaining simply because, you know, we're humans and we know what this stuff could do to us. Now, imagine if robots who have absolutely no capability of even caring about what this world actually means gets access to all this. And they think, why not have this out there? And then could you imagine if like a piece of artificial intelligence actually has the ability to connect to the Internet? Yeah. And to be able to change oh, yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. You think like, oh, big deal. There's just going to be a couple of Twitter posts. Oh, fucking no. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, you know, it can literally be like a bunch of weird packages get sent to us or something. We open it up and it's like poisonous gas and it kills. So, you know, you don't never know. Mm-hmm. You never know what artificial intelligence could basically be um, capable of. But I don't think that artificial intelligence isn't all bad. Like about the jobs, I don't really fear the advent of robots taking away our jobs. I'm not really scared of it. In fact, I think it's something that should happen 
because there's just a lot of jobs that we shouldn't be doing. Some of those jobs, you know, lead to a lot of back problems and things that we shouldn't even be having. But the thing that we fear the most isn't necessarily the robots taking their jobs, but it's the system on which those robots are taking these jobs. So in a capitalistic society, for instance, you ain't worth shit unless you have skills that are marketable. But if you're no longer marketable because the robots take away your job, then you're basically fucked and you're useless. Mm. Now, if, you know, everybody was equal and well taken care of, which, by the way, that's a misconception of communism is that like, you can just sit there and be like, yeah, give me my money. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Everybody has to pull their weight yeah. one way or another. However, we become more compassionate towards like, oh, man, this person can't work. This person can't work. This person can't work. Okay, well, we're going to make things a little bit more fair. And it should be fair because, you know, I think that this fear of artificial intelligence taking away our jobs and we're not going to be able to make a living and then we feel like pieces of shit because of it. It's, it's something that's unwarranted because artificial intelligence isn't always evil. In fact, I'm actually for the idea that robots are going to become the better version of who we are far, far into the future because somebody needs to replace us one way or another. Yeah, like you mentioned, what if they see us as pieces of meat? Yeah. Ah, they see humans go. as meat. You brought up a valid point about how they're going to disrupt a lot of job industries, right? So because of the fact that there's going to be a mass amount of people that can't work, how does socialism, implementation and introduction of universal basic income yep. and communism come into play when all this comes to fruition? It just ensures that people have a safety net and, you know, we prevent great mass hysteria. Homelessness is rising. It's becoming extremely difficult to be able to survive, to be able to survive, you know, in the state. And as I said before, you know, there's been a lot of monopoly. Not, not, there's been a lot of like, you know, it's all rigged anyways. As I said before, you know, businesses always find ways to be able to lobby the government towards ensuring that they're the ones who become the prominent players, you know, not us. Um, but what does communism have to do with it? Um, well, I just feel like if we ensure some sort of safety net, then that's going to greatly reduce the amount of stress that people are going to admit. People will certainly be a lot more healthier. They'll be happier. And people will finally, you know, be, it'll be the opposite of what we have here. Like everybody feels stressed. Everybody feels like, you know, they have to do jobs that they absolutely hate just to be able to survive if they even have jobs. Like it's happening right now. Look at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. McDonald's is, they're already going to phase out a lot of fast food workers. And instead of people being like, why people should be like why not you know and then people will finally be able to do exactly what it is to that makes us human and that is you know being more creative or like pursuing more oh i don't know intellectually enlightening little side projects or like putting more time for yourself as opposed to having to do something that completely, you know, dehumanizes you in a lot of ways. Now, I'm not saying like a fast food worker is not a human being. That's not what I'm saying. In fact, I actually respect a lot of fast food workers because if it wouldn't have been for those people, then we would not be able to have the food that we have and stuff. And I think that, and that's another reason why I'm sympathetic towards communism, because I feel like we have been taught through our society that we have to look down on the working class when they are in fact the ones who are basically the pillars the the gears of society and they're the ones that keep on you know keeping the things running and yet we don't really appreciate 
them as much as I should. Even my family who's educated, you know, would go with this notion, like I like, would look at field workers, right? I mean, this wasn't my family, but I heard this before. It was like, like there'll be like a father and son talking and they'll point at a bunch of field workers and they'll be like, see that son? That's why you go to school. So you don't end up like that. And I'm like, well, not only is that demoralizing to education, it's also demoralizing to the working man. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So Sam, since you came from Peru, right? Yeah. Can you tell us about what it was like when you were living there growing up? I was just looking it up to see if there was communism involved in that country. Oh, um, okay. So yeah, tell us a little bit about how it was when you were growing up in that country because it's totally night and day compared to growing up here in, in America. So. <laughs> yeah. So for example, uh, growing up over there, because mm-hmm. you were talking about the communism part, you would say that this is where, like way before I was born. Uh-huh. But the thing is that there I was a huge so. movement when it came to move communism. And it led to a lot of violence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you, for example, talk to anyone of my country or mention communism, the first thing that they may have in mind might be uh, Sendero Luminoso, which is like uh-huh. communism, a communist group over there. Yeah. But they were extremists. So oh, yeah. they right. were full violence. Oh, yeah. I don't like and that's that. the reason uh, why a lot of people in my country will look, they might not be really comprehensive with your ideas absolutely that's, that's the best be. way to put it because oh, yeah. a lot of stuff happened during that time and i guess that leaves a mark of course it's anything there's a lot of stuff i don't know <laughs> yeah yep. yep yeah yeah so i do have one question that i remember we had a discussion uh, last time was really interesting to me was about modern feminism oh my god <laughs> so i think i missed this question <laughs> yeah you have some pretty interesting insights on this yeah. Can you share with us how you feel about what your thoughts are? I feel as like, far main, as a- yeah, I feel like main, a lot of mainstream feminism um, has been tainted by capitalism. And I feel like a lot of, you know, modern, not all, but some modern women, they're not necessarily out to like basically care about, you know, both genders or various genders and give respect to differences. But rather they want they themselves want to become the new patriarchy. Like they often talk about how like, oh, oppression will be over, you know, the the moment, you know, we hire, a, you know, a black woman CEO. I'm like, no, there's still a fucking CEO. You haven't really changed anything. It, it's the same title. The title is always going to be there. Yeah. So I'm a feminist myself, oh. but I feel like I am. And I, I feel like, you know, why? yeah, why? Why not? Because like, why I, not? Why not? I mean, because like, you know, well, his have, his definition of feminism, feminism is different from what we're. What oh, we're, uh, okay. Yeah, as far uh, as like okay. the radical feminism, the, the modernized version of what feminism really means. Yeah. So tell us about that. Yeah, Elaborate yeah. on what so you, your fem- definition yeah. of feminism. Oh, I mean, I feel like feminism should include you know men, especially you know those who are trying their best. Yeah. To try to understand, and then like I often tell people, why is it that you know men don't really have protection? And then they'll often tell me, well, it's because men could always defend themselves. I'm like, are you sure? You know, are you sure that they can? You know, mm-hmm. men are more likely to be homeless. They're more likely to, you know, die by suicide. Yeah. Most likely to die by loneliness. And, you know, at the same time, men have to remain calm, confident, and collected. And then the moment that we start talking about... Our emotions? Uh, yeah, we have to hide, we have to like... Hide sh- it? Hide it, mm-hmm. shove our emotions down our throat. And... So what you're talking about is you're not a female feminism. You're a, mostly a feminism, but kind of like in the male side and both of them both oh in the both both but because, w- both because w- where are you leaning more oh i'm not leaning i mean i try to be as balanced as possible okay. but you know one of the things that like 
I remember I was talking to this one woman and then she was telling me things like, you know, like, oh, you know, I love women. You know, I think women are sexy and stuff like that. He goes, and, you know, I don't have a problem with men, too, but a lot of men are gross. And, you know, for them to go inside and colonize me and all that stuff. And I'm just like, you know, because it's sad because we don't, you know, men in society are not, you know, looked at as beautiful. You know, we're more looked at as as a piece of utility. And then she says, well, you know, marriage isn't enough. You know, and love isn't enough for a marriage. You know, it's also like a contract. And I'm just like a contract, economic and everything. And I'm just like, well, what's the point? Is it what? And I'm like, well, if you call yourself a feminist, but that you support marriage, then you're not a feminist because when you are pushing for marriage, you're technically pushing for the idea of a patriarchy yourself because the whole point of marriage was for the man to basically, you know, been granted God's license to fuck somebody while at the same time, the guy gets to spread his seed by getting that, giving that woman his last name. So are you really a feminist, you know? And I feel like well, not all women, but a good amount of them are fighting to become the new patriarchy as opposed to actually abolishing all forms of patriarchy yeah. in, in general. And not only that, but this person claims to be gender fluid. Um, but this person would be like, well, you know, men need to be this and this and that. And I'm like, you're gender fluid. But then you say that men need to be a certain way. Like, you know, that's a contradiction I noticed about you as, as well. And for you to have the nerve to say that men don't have, need protection. No, they do. You know, I grew up in the whole Oprah generation. I'm a 90s kid where, you know, men were automatically deemed as potential rapists, you know, throughout a lot of her, you know, guest speakers. And that had an impact on me. I used to get bullied by women all the time in grade school. But since I felt that men were potential rapists, I felt like me getting picked on by women was, you know, made things more than even. And that basically fucked with my, you know, my whole psyche and everything. So, yeah, I feel like that was a result of a lot of toxic masculinity, too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And that's the thing, too. Masculine. That's like when people say, like, I'm a fan. I tell people I'm a feminist. People say, like, no, you're not. Or they'll either say that. That's why I'm like a black sheep, because it's like I'm either hated by a lot of feminists or I'm mm -hmm. also hated by a lot of, you know, red pilled people who say, man, fuck your feminism. Right. So I'm kind of like an outcast. But I will say, however, um, that masculinity doesn't have to be toxic. It's actually a beautiful thing Like you don't have to be John Wayne. You can just be whatever you want. And that's kind of the reason why like, I wear pink and I act feminine sometimes because I'm here to prove that. You don't have to be a certain way to be a man. You can be a man in so many different ways. So, yeah. fuck yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I feel like as a man and a woman understands how we were designed, as far as our roles, is for the man to be the provider, right? And for the woman to be the nurturer, to be able to take care of a community, you know, to raise the children. While the men, back in the day, before mm -hmm. the third industrial revolution, actually, we were having to go out there and be actual providers going hunt for food, yeah. you know, raising our children, our boys to be men. But then now these days, because of this society today, it's like we got lazy. We did. Know? And also another thing we just touched on, the, the toxic masculinity, and that was the reason why I think just a lot of women got fed up because a lot of women didn't have a lot of rights back they then. They didn't. It was, it, was, mm -hmm. it was completely messed up. That's why, you know, so. sorry, that's why women went into marriages because that was the only way they were able to gain some sort of validity in social circles. And that was the only way they were able to get some sort of power and weight. And I feel like that has been ingrained within our 
biology even mm -hmm. you know just years and years and years and years and years of generational oppression mm -hmm. also another thing that you said i think it actually takes a real man to be able to express his emotions absolutely you know i don't think just because you're a guy and you have to hide your emotions that's actually pretty bad for your mental health to be honest i fucking cry all the time yeah there's nothing wrong with that i love it yeah i don't think there's any problem with being vulnerable and just being able to express that emotion because at the end of the day if i see somebody do that i would respect them a lot more yes you yeah. know and it's just a way to just open up to each other in a, in a very intimate way as well and if a woman you ever know, so. tells you that you're being selfish for sharing a lot about oh. your own life you share a lot about yourself and she tells you that you're just making this about you or you're selfish i'm like well you know what i made it about you so can i do the same thing about myself thank you very much so yeah i'm just i just fight for what's fair yeah that's basically what i do and also the whole you know oh equal rights you know that's also a misnomer like what exactly does equal rights mean you know that's yeah. a hard thing to, to answer like you know some some people use equal rights it's like oh you know to spread conservative values other people use equal rights it's like world peace right you know World peace means different with Adolf Hitler versus a tree hugger, basically. I didn't mean to deviate away from No, that. no, no, yeah, not at all. Um, you're, you're good. Yeah, express yeah. your emotions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What are your guys' perspective on? I know I'm sorry. I mean, to, to, to tell you the truth, yeah, I was kind of raised. And, you know, kind of like the father figure was like, no, you cannot cry. You cannot have emotion. There's no point in that because it doesn't really help. And then I grew up with that where I'm just like, why would I cry? Oh, I'm crying, but it doesn't really work at all. Then I'm, I I met my lovely girlfriend and she's a feminist and she isn't really like the modern feminist as people think. She's more of like, well, if I do something and you see me do something, you can try to help and then vice versa. If I, I see that. if I see you like you're you know you're washing the car, you're or you're cutting the lawn. I mean, I can help you cut the lawn. Maybe I'll cut the bushes. I'm like that's perfectly fine. Yeah. And then yeah. she 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 told me like it's fine to show your emotions. There's no. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. You, 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 we won't, you won't be called weak just because you cry or because like she goes to like maybe a, a play or, you know, she, she hangs out with her friends and then, you know, it's like, oh, I miss you. It's like, oh, that's perfectly fine. You can feel that those emotions because you care about that person. If you cry for that person, that means you care about that person. <laughs> because back then I feel like a lot of like masculinity people, like a lot of like Toxic masculinity happened maybe in like the in like what maybe like in the 1900s maybe forever. like in the 70s forever. or forever. Oh, it's been. I, I, yeah, it's I never. Been yeah, the majority yeah. like when it when it, it was seen and it was like you can see it that oh that yeah, he's he's toxic he's mm -hmm. masculine but mm -hmm. he's toxic like I guess kind of started in nineteen. I mean it could be marriage come from yeah and then it could have started like it could have started like way before but I don't we I don't know but yeah no like for me mostly like it's okay to show your emotions like you know there's a lot of YouTube videos out there where it's like embrace masculinity and reject modernity or something yeah like that. I hate that mm -hmm. shit and I'm just like well i mean i like to work out i want to work out because i want to have muscle not because I, i'm fat phobic like a lot of people yes. think that oh you're working out because you hate fat people I'm like no all my family are fat but that doesn't really mean anything like mm -hmm. you know it doesn't mean i'm fat phobic i just don't want to get overweight yeah to the point where i have to go to my doctor my doctor says hey you have high cholesterol you're going to die of a heart attack if you don't do this i feel that and like if you tell that to somebody mm -hmm. now how it is it's like oh you're fat phobic oh you're toxic masculinity and i'm just like uh relax i'm just trying to help you live a longer life i'm trying to help you live your life the way god yeah. intended to do yeah. if you want to eat you can eat i don't care what you do you just have to pay attention to what you're eating and you have to pay attention to be like hey 
I don't want you to go overweight and be 200, 300 pounds and then finding out later that you have high cholesterol and you're having a heart attack and blood isn't coming from your heart and you die just because you're eating too much KFC. Like, come on. I concur to that. Yeah, I used to be 95 pounds, like heavier than I was. I lost 95 pounds and, you know, I'll tell you one thing, my, my life felt so much better when exactly. I lost the weight. It's beautiful. Exactly. I get to wear cool shit too all the time. Hey, well, awesome. you exactly. The shit, what, do you, yeah. what do you think, Sam? Oof. So here's the thing, as as we grew up, we're being in some sort of way influenced by a lot of stuff that we see, Yeah. whether it is the media or, or surroundings. Yeah. You were talking about growing up in a Spanish household. Yes. I grew up in Peru and in my case, it might be a little bit different because there I live around women. It might sound bad, but the truth is like I had my mom, my aunts, my cousins were girls, my Everybody yeah. staying at home growing up was women. Yeah. So despite that would genuinely influence me to maybe not be really shy up to be around women, but yeah. at the same time, it will be some sort of difficult for me to start friendships with men. Yeah. And growing yeah. up, exactly. Mm -hmm. it, they will look at me like in some sort of like think, oh my gosh, you're sensitive or some, yeah. or you're, you're acting feminine some sort of way so, so as I grew up and I started like making my own ideas and yeah. assumptions and learning about feminism because of, uh -huh. of course I live with women of the best for them you were mentioning something about being feminist and honestly this is my take uh -huh. and there might be people that agree with me and there might be people that don't but personally I think we as men can really talk about feminism or of course you can learn about it But I don't think that we should be considered or at least call ourselves feminist. I think it's yeah. a battle that started from women in order to You're get right. a better environment for them, the situation to be even. Yeah. Feminism is a fight for equity. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And as we, if we started calling ourselves feminists, we're not only taking credit for their battle, I think it should be finished by them. You're And right. the final goal, right. yeah, the yeah. final goal yeah. will be to live in a world where men and women are equal yeah. and they don't have I these problems that, yeah. that we love have yep. in this modern day. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, right. I I don't think if you educate yourself in feminism and try to do your best to support women in your life mm -hmm. or as a whole, mm -hmm. you believe me, you're doing a better change. Yeah. You're doing a change for Yeah, yeah like, and yeah. Regarding, I know I said not call yourself a feminist, which I completely, I concur with that. I mm -hmm. stay with that. But I think you can consider yourself a feminist ally. Yeah, oh, I love an ally in support the movement. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You you changed my perspective. You're absolutely right. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, I think that's what I want to call myself for now on. Then feminist ally. Uh, femin <laughs> I'm not a, a I'm, feminist yeah. ally. Yeah. I, I I like yeah because you know I'm a man and I don't want to interject into any space that is not necessarily mine. So. Oh well. Yeah, no, it. I mean, it's you're right. It's a way to it. It is a way to say it. I right. I usually try to learn a little bit more of myself because of some of these topics and maybe it's because I grew up around them. You got a different perspective. I can, well, that's what I can connect more or I at least have a better understanding yeah. of yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, well, it is a way to say it, but the thing is that we don't really want to uh, take the credit from them. Yeah. And actually, if we really yeah. want to be in this whole environment yeah. with we are equal yeah. we should start from us Early I think maybe. like despite of course yeah. the the change or the true impact will start when men I'm talking as a whole yeah from the moment we start making change or at least acknowledging okay this is wrong okay this is this might not really help 
Thank you guys so well, much, you guys Alex. So it was much. a pleasure, man. Of We'd course. love to have you yes, here so next time for sure. And Sam, Sam as well. what a pleasure, man. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun, guys. We yeah. appreciate it. And then, yeah, let's wrap up. We'll let's wrap, wrap this up. up. So we're going to call it a wrap. Thank you all for listening in. Please subscribe to our channel. Smash that like button. And don't forget to leave a comment as well. We try our best to respond and interact with all of our listeners. It truly is a blessing to have you here. So thank you all so much. Also, don't forget to tune in every Tuesdays at 10 a.m. on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. Again, thank you all for listening in, and we will see you all on the next one.